Are you ready for the end of the world? This is Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. Circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is Your Community Spirit, coming at you every Friday morning from 10 to 10.30 a.m., uh, my name is Tree Song. I'll be your host today. Uh, Ord Energy Man is off on his energy adventures this week, so I'll be flying solo for the week, and I'm sure he'll have many stories to tell us when he returns to town. Because uh, he's off working on a big solar project, um, and so it's, it's always fun to hear about those, since, you know, I have such an interest in renewable energy. <laughs> so do a lot of people these days, which is a good thing. So today, as usual, we have a blend of happenings and news for you. Uh, if you'd like to send happenings or news our way to mention on the next show, you can email them to me. My email address is treesong at treesong.org, and we will do our best to get them on the air. So now, I've got several this week. The first one is Breakfast with Bioneers. This is a new series of breakfasts. There's going to be eight of them. Uh, they're going to be on Fridays at 8 a.m. at the Interfaith Center. That's at uh, 913 South Illinois Avenue uh, in Carbondale. So Breakfast with Bioneers, it's Friday mornings at 8. It's an eight-week series featuring video keynote presentations from recent Bioneers conferences, followed by discussion. So the kickoff, uh, kickoff, well, you actually, <laughs> if you're waking up, you've missed the kickoff at this point. Uh, but they started at 8 a.m. today uh, with the uh, educator Bill McKibben titled Global Warming, A Climate of Fear and Opportunity. And breakfast of hotcakes and fair trade coffee are served each week. Um, this event is co-sponsored by the Southern Illinois Center for a Sustainable Future and by UCM at the Interfaith Center. You can learn more at www.sicsf.org. Now, since they've already had the first one here, uh, you can get geared up for the future ones. Coming up next week, at Friday at 8 a.m., uh, Winona LaDuke. Uh, they'll be playing her talk called Seeds the Creator Gave Us. Then after that, they've got, uh, in future weeks, they've got Terry Tempest Williams, Van Jones, a lot of exciting people. You can get the full schedule at www.sicsf.org. That's pretty exciting. You know, I know... Not everyone wakes up at 8 a.m. for breakfast, but if you're going to, it's definitely an exciting way to do it, to learn more about uh, biological pioneers, the pioneers, and what lessons they have for us in our efforts to live more ecological lives.
All right, in other happenings, the Big Money IMC, as usual, those uh, those wild and wacky folks over at the Big Money IMC are putting on a series of uh, informative, exciting, entertaining, uh, educational films. This series of films is called the Winter Film Fest, and there's a nice lineup. Uh, the first one you may have heard of already. It's called Loose Change, but this is Loose Change, The Final Cut. A provocative look at the holes in the official, the official story revolving around the 9/11 World Trade Center bombings. Now, this this documentary has been a work in progress. It's been an ongoing work by the directors. So this one is Loose Change: The Final Cut, where many of your questions may be answered, even if they're answered with other questions. So that's coming up uh, tonight at uh, 7 p.m. That's at the Big Muddy IMC. Which is located at 214 North Washington in Carbondale. Big issues on the big screen at the Big Muddy IMC every Friday at 7 p.m. So uh, we'll mention more of these as they get closer, but just a sneak peek uh, there's going to be Stealing America Vote by Vote next week. And the week after, Enron, the smartest guys in the room. So plenty to look forward over there at the Big Muddy IMC. All right, so we have some more happenings for you today. Uh, there is two happenings coming up next Thursday. That's Thursday, February 7th. Uh, it's going to be a very climate-changey week next week. Although for me, every week is climate change week. But so two events coming up next Thursday. Uh, the first is a climate change symposium. That's happening from noon until 3 at the SIUC Student Health Center. So... Uh, this is a climate change symposium. It's titled Changing Climates, uh, Evidence of Long-Term Trends and Their Social Consequences. At the 12 to 3 at the Student Center Auditorium, it's got a keynote address at 12.30 and a panel discussion at 1. And uh, for more information on this, you can contact Linda Smith at lindamar at SIU dot edu and you can uh, th that's for parking permit but for questions about the event you can contact the uh, organizer Jane Adams uh, her email address is jadams at siu dot edu and phone number is 618-453-5019 so we talk a lot about climate change on the show here and it's it's sort of a one-way you know, a one-way broadcast. We read these stories, they beam out through the atmosphere to you, but this event is an opportunity for people to uh, have interactive dialogue and learn more about the issues and see people discussing the various various bits of evidence and how they will impact our lives. 
So once again, that's next Thursday, uh, February 7th from 12 to 3 p.m. at the Student Center Health Auditorium. And another climate-related happenings. Uh, this is an interesting one. Carbondale as a Cool City, a conversation with Mayor Brad Cole on local efforts toward reducing global warming pollution. Carbondale area residents are invited to participate in an open conversation with Mayor Brad Cole on Carbondale as a Cool City. That's not just cool as in hip, that's cool as in climate. So Carbondale as a Cool City. This conversation will be at the Unitarian Fellowship at 7 p.m. on Thursday, February 7th. That's this coming Thursday. The meeting is sponsored by the Carbondale Unitarian Fellowship. Uh, the fellowship is located at the corner of Sunset and Parish, which is just south of Parish Elementary School. To date, 755 mayors throughout the country, including Mayor Cole, and 25 counties have signed the Mayor's Climate Protection Agreement, or the MCPA. This agreement provides a framework for cities to implement the most cost-effective and energy-efficient actions to reduce greenhouse gas emissions in their local government operations and throughout their communities. The Cool Cities program has been described as providing solutions to global warming one city at a time. So to learn more about the status of this within city government, uh, the local city government, you can attend this meeting. There will be refreshments. Everyone is welcome. And uh, that's once again on Thursday, February 7th at 7 p.m. at the Unitarian Fellowship in Carbondale. Carbondale as a cool city. And we all know that Carbondale is a cool city, but now we're going to make it even cooler. So, it looks like we've got one more happening for today, and this is an ongoing happening. It's the Student Environmental Center. Uh, the Student Environmental Center is a student group on the SIUC campus. Um, they work on campus and in the community to promote all sorts of environmental and social campaigns. And uh, their meetings are every Thursday at 8 p.m. at the Interfaith Center, which is located at 913 South Illinois in Carbondale. And out there getting kicked off for the new semester so i know i've been going to the first meeting or two it's pretty exciting already even with the semester still very new so once again that's thursdays at seven or excuse me at 8 p.m at the interfaith center in carbondale
So those are our happenings for today. Once again, if you'd like to send some our way, you can email them to me. My name is Treesong, and my email address is treesong at treesong.org. Hopefully easy to remember. So that is all for our happenings, but we do have the news, as always. <laughs> so what do we have in the news today? Well, we've got numerous things, but believe it or not, we've got a story about the Super Bowl. <laughs> Punt and center. Super Bowl to be powered by renewable energy. America's obsession with large men in tight tights reaches its peak at Sunday's Super Bowl in Arizona. And as promised, organizers will equal last year's efforts and do some greening. Enough renewable energy credits will be purchased to power the stadium, the adjacent NFL theme park, and two nearby luxury hotels. The NFL will plant thousands of trees in fire-ravaged Arizona forests in an effort to help offset the league's 3,000-vehicle ground transportation fleet. In addition, legendary sports agent Leigh Steinberg's celeb-studded 22nd annual Super Bowl party, to which you were not invited, <laughs> only, only certain elite sports people get to go to that, I guess, uh, they will aim to be zero waste and feature electronics recycling. And while neither team will be playing at home, Let's not forget one potential sobering effect of climate change, says Nathan Wilcox of Environment America. Quote, Congress must get serious about global warming before rising temperatures fumble away cold weather teams' home field advantage. Uh, we'll guzzle some beer to that. Straight to the source, the Press Democrat, uh, Salt River Project, Market Wire, Fox Business, and Environment America. Alright, in other news, we've mentioned a few different stories here about the FutureGen project. Well, here's a story titled, PastGen. <laughs> Department of Energy backs away from funding FutureGen project. Well, let us just pick our grinning jaws up off the floor. The U.S. Department of Energy has told lawmakers that it plans to pull funding for FutureGen. It's ambitious and crazily expensive, quote, clean coal demonstration plant. It's an interesting term there, clean coal. The feds had planned to cover some three quarters of the $1.8 billion price tag and cited ballooning costs as its reason for backing out. The announcement aggravated lawmakers from Illinois. Uh, it, it used a word other than aggravated, but we'll go with aggravated. The announcement aggravated lawmakers from Illinois where the plant would have been cited and was expected to create 3,000 construction jobs. Senator Dick Durbin pledged that the state delegation, quote, is going to make the case for FutureGen directly to the president. While Governor Rod Blagojevich issued a statement saying the DOE had, quote, deceived the people of East Central Illinois who spent time and resources competing for the project. Straight to the source, Associated Press, Reuters, and the Chicago Tribune. So 
It's looking like future gen is now past gen. All right, now, here's a sad story. It's got a funny title, though, so maybe that'll cheer us up slightly. Reefer Sadness. Scientists will study coral in this international year of the reef. If you're wondering what that odd smell in the air is, it's because 2008 is the international year of the reefer. Oh, wait a minute. We read that wrong. Oh, it's the reef. It's the international year of the reef. Ah, excuse us there got a little excited. The World Conservation Union says that global, says that warming seas and increased hurricanes affected more than half of Caribbean coral reefs in 2005. That's a devastation that's likely to become a regular event. To better understand our coral compatriots, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration is sending scuba divers and underwater robots to Bonaire, an island in the Netherlands Antilles, to study previously unexplored deep-water reefs. But we kind of already know what needs to be done, says the head of the uh, International, uh, the World Conservation Union's uh, Global Marine Program. Quote, If we don't do something about climate change, the reefs won't be with us for much longer. And lest you think that wouldn't be a big deal, note that coral reefs are natural storm barriers and support an estimated 25% of all marine life. Straight to the Source, Associated Press, MSNBC, uh, Caribbean Broadcasting Corporation. So, reefer sadness. That, that is sadness, but uh, well, if we pay attention to climate change, maybe we can do something about that. In other news, on a clear-cut day, you concede forever. Brazil unveils a plan to slow deforestation and soy cultivation in the Amazon. Following Brazil's recent announcement of a dramatic rise in Amazon deforestation in the country in the last months of 2007, the country this week announced new plans to try to slow the destruction. Plans include tapping the army to conduct inspections of known problem areas, and keep deforested lands from being cultivated or used for pasture. Uh, they will be fining meat processors and soy buyers that purchase products originating from deforested areas and denying credit to landowners who don't maintain preservation areas. Brazil's Environment Minister, Marina Silva, attributed the spike in deforestation to rising prices for corn, soy, and meat on the international market an estimated 2,700 square miles of Amazon rainforest was destroyed in Brazil last year, just between August and December, 
with over half of it happening in November and December alone. If the country's new plan doesn't work, Silva said, Brazil, quote, will have an environmental loss and an economic loss. Straight to the source, Associated Press, Agence France Press, and Reuters. Yeah, cutting down the entire Amazon rainforest, not such a good idea. And in other news, Iraq and roll. Iraq ratifies the Kyoto Protocol. While presumably having plenty else to worry about, Iraq has found time in its busy schedule to ratify the Kyoto Protocol. In other news, uh, reports have it that U.S. President Bush, who refuses to ratify the protocol, delivered a State of the Union speech that's in- included lauding of progress in Iraq. Oh, the irony could make us weep. Uh, if they're making progress over there and signing the Kyoto Protocol, then maybe he should follow suit. But anyway, Iraq and roll. Iraq ratifies the Kyoto Protocol. And it looks like we have time for one more story here. Uh, we'll go with this one about uh, ecological happenings in the police state. <laughs> this one is called, They Have Spooken. The new CIA campus goes green. The CIA has apparently been green for years, yet somehow nobody managed to find out. Guess it was a secret. But the secret keeper's Chantilly, Virginia campus was just outed as Ingray Oingay. That's top secret code for going green. The new campus is LEED certified and features a green roof, preferred parking for carpoolers, energy efficient equipment, waterless urinals, and more. And we would tell you more, but then we'd have to kill you, or kidnap you and fly you to secret prisons offshore to be tortured. Or maybe, just maybe, we'd go old school and support a coup against you. Ah, but don't worry. We'll buy carbon credits to offset all of that. Straight to the source, Computer World, Greener Buildings, and and the CIA website, if, if you dare go there. <laughs> it has more information on that story. Now, I wonder just how many uh, carbon credits you would have to buy to offset social phenomena such as kidnappings, torture, etc. I guess that's a matter for 
Open Debate and Speculation. Alright, looks like that's our show for the week. Uh, once again, my name is Tree Song. If you have any more happenings or such to send my way, you can email them to me at treesong at treesong.org. Uh, our, our other host, Orr, should be back, I believe, next week, if not the week after. Um, he's off on his renewable adventures, and I'm sure he'll have plenty to share once he gets back here. In the meantime, though, it's, uh, it's seasonally appropriate weather, outside more or less so uh you can go out there and enjoy that hopefully the sun will come out for us and uh hope you stay energized and stay excited as excited about going out there in the world as i am because there's plenty of good happenings and good news for us to venture out into today but i will that's right i did want to mention one other happening and that's groundhog's day (laughs) groundhog's day is coming up on saturday and get to do some weather prediction. You see, if the groundhog sees his shadow, then that means it's sunny out, and that means he gets scared and goes back in his hole and winter lasts longer. But if he doesn't see his shadow, that means it's cloudy out, which means the spring rains have come. So we're ready for spring. So you might want to keep an eye on that groundhog. You can either visit groundhog.org, or you can just stick your own little hat outside tomorrow, bright and early, to see whether you see your shadow. So uh, that's Groundhog's Day, and in addition to Groundhog's Day, Imbolc is coming up, a, a spiritual holiday also at this time of year. In honor of that, I'll send you away with a song about uh, Bridget, whose holiday is on, is also on February 2nd, although she's not a groundhog. So stay energized, enjoy your day, and let me know what happenings are out there, because when you let us know, We let the world know, and we make it happen. We'll see you next week.